Hi, and welcome to today's episode of the Profit Productivity Podcast. It's your host, Michael Tipper. Who else would it be? Now, today's episode is called The Benefits of Tracking Your Time. Now, I mentioned a couple of days ago that I was going to start tracking my time again. Now, after a couple of days of gathering data, I thought I'd share what I've discovered and reflect on the value of doing this exercise. So, tracking my time, how am I doing? So, it's been two days since I started tracking my time again. And it's taken me that time to get back up to speed and uh, with what to do because it's been a while since I've done it. I think I had a brief uh, experiment tracking my time back in June uh, for a couple of weeks. And then before that, I've got to go all the way back to last year, uh, which is not longer after I started doing this podcast. So my approach is quite simple. Um, I simply make a note every time I change tasks. It's as simple as that. There's no, what have I done the last 30 minutes or 50 minutes? It's every time I change tasks. I record the time and what activity I switch to, and I put that into a Google Sheet. Now, why do I do it that way? Well, it's because the better quality data shows where you switch tasks. Even if it's two minutes to go and check an email, I'll record that, because what I'm looking for is my actual behavior not what I think I've done. And if all you do is catching in 30-minute segments, oh, yeah, well, I worked on that project then, and then another 30 minutes, well, I had lunch then, another 30 minutes, I was in a meeting then. That's really high level, and it's not going to do much good to you. So the more discreet you can make it, the better. Now, the reason why I like doing it into a Google Sheet, not getting some fancy tracking app, is A, I've not really researched any fancy tracking apps, and B, I think it's a quite simple thing just to record a time and an activity. Um, and I like using Google Sheets because I can accu- uh, accu- access the document from any of my devices. So it doesn't matter whether I'm at my standing desk in the office, on my Mac, or on my app, iPad in the lounge, or out on the road with my iPhone. I can quickly tap in what I'm doing and the change in time. And it's very simple to do. Now, last year, I got a tremendous amount out of doing it, so much so that I did it for 18 weeks. And uh, there are a few episodes that explain what I found and the beauty of tracking your time um, in this way is that it focuses your attention. And once you've captured the data, the data doesn't lie. So, for example, if without doing this, if you ask me at the end of the day how productive I've been when I'm not tracking my time, then my assessment is quite subjective. If I've been busy, I'm likely to say, yeah, of course I've been productive. I might even be confident enough to put a figure on it in terms of percentage. However, that is a subjective assessment. Busyness is no indicator of productivity. So doing the exercise creates a good set of data points to use for relatively objective assessments of how productive I'm being. However, one of the things I've found by doing it is very difficult to separate the observed from the observer. So just starting to track the time a couple of days ago made me hugely self-conscious of how I use my time, just because I was tracking my time. I found myself doing things quicker, choosing tasks that were associated with my main thing, and being very conscious of time passing by, especially when I was doing things that clearly weren't work-related, taking breaks, um, going for a quick walk, things like that. And so the act of, of tracking your time is in itself a productivity technique, because it doesn't matter what data you collect, you suddenly start to become aware, you suddenly start to become... Uh, suddenly start to notice what you're doing. And if you've got a degree of professionalism about you, a degree of um, you're conscientious and you value the 
productivity in your work, then you'll start naturally shifting to more productive behaviors. But even with that increased level of time awareness, what I'm doing, as I review the two days I've got data for now, then I am disappointed, but I suppose not surprised by uh, the results Um, because things aren't that good. I'm definitely shifting from task to task far more often than I would like. I can see small interruptions with checking for emails um, uh, happen quite frequently. Um, I'm not going to go into a detailed analysis because I've only got two, two days of data. But the feedback so far has given me enough of a kick to remind me that things have to change. Now, Yesterday, uh, if you listen to yesterday's episode, you'll hear where I worked out where all my rocks are in my schedule. And you'll need to go to the episode to understand what that means, if you haven't already listened to it. And so having done that and defined um, phases during the day when I do certain things, I'm going to get more meaningful data when I track my time in the context of that matrix. And this will be the first week that I apply that matrix. So I'm pleased I've started the time tracking. It works well for me. Um, it suits my personality because I'm detail and process orientated. Even if you're sitting there thinking, there's no way I want to do that, then it's going to be quite hard for you to assess what your productivity is. Um, the data doesn't lie. And what it does show for me is where I drift off or where I choose easy things over hard things. So here's an example of TTA, time track awareness. So I've mentioned that Tracking your time automatically increases your self-awareness about what you are doing with your time. And as an example, yesterday morning, I had to go on my computer to check something when I started work. Now, my browser was left open on my Gmail account. I noticed an email from a fellow speaker, someone I've been conversing with quite a lot just recently. And I opened it up, and it was one of those two-minute response emails. You know, the sort of quick question, and it was a quick reply. So I started typing out reply there and then. Now, I got sucked into the email elephant and had been seduced by the allure of a quick hit of dopamine. And this addiction to to doing that is often masked by having a distorted sense of urgency and go-getism. And what I mean by that is that when I'm in the zone and want to do something, I'm going to do it now, right? Here's something crops up, let me do it. Here's something else, do it. Here's something else, do it. Now, that's okay for getting that sense of urgency, but unfortunately, it you can find yourself getting sucked into doing small things because you see the need to be done. And that's the waste of our energy. I'm a big believer in focusing on your big, main, chunky, meaty task first thing in the morning. And this wasn't what I was doing. So um, this was one of those things that uh, had drawn my attention. That was one of those easy things. This wasn't a big, meaty thing. So I realized what I was doing. I caught myself into about... 20, 30 seconds of typing, and I stopped. So I retreated from the dopamine-driven commitment I'd made to the task and reverted to my original reason for opening up the Mac. Um, had I not been tracking my time, I wouldn't have noticed that, and I would have just finished the email, cracked on, and left it. Now, you might think there's a case for finishing that task when I started it, and you could be right. But for me, it was much more important to interrupt the pattern and return to my original intended tasks, because I'm setting my stall out and changing my behavior or seeking to change my behavior. So I focus on the big, meaty, chunky things, the things that I put off to the end of the day that often get put off to the day after because there's no mental energy left. And setting up something like that, even though it's one trivial email, it's a 
pattern. It's a habit that gets stronger and stronger. So I wanted to interrupt that pattern. So I did finish the email later on, later on in the day, when I'd finished the main tasks I was focusing on yesterday. And then I w- uh, they would have been none the wiser. They were delayed in having a response. So it's just something I want to draw your attention to, draw my attention to, as an example of how easy it is to get distracted. And so we really do have to put a lot of effort into creating an environment that shuts out these distractions and creating a sense of value and purpose such that we recognize when we're being sucked into something that we don't, or we, I say we don't, we shouldn't really do if our aim is to be as productive as possible. Because I believe that we need to do more important work more often in a more focused way and for longer. If you can harness that, then you're going to get much more done. You're going to get more juice out of the, your effort. You're going to get more juice out of life. You're going to be more productive. Things will be far more rich and rewarding for you. And that's what I found, certainly. And so this was just uh, an important part of that. And tracking my time gives me that awareness to see when I'm doing that or not. And then once I've got the data, by the end of a couple of weeks, I'll be able to start making some shifts and, adjustment, and adjustments to start changing my behaviours such that they are more in line with doing more important work in a more focused way more often and for longer. So that's today's episode. Until tomorrow.